Thanksgiving and Christmas are upon us. In fact, Thanksgiving has already come and gone. If you don't know that, I hope that this is waking you up to a new day this December 1st. But Christmas uh, and the Advent season is upon us. Welcome to this podcast. Well, welcome and thanks for joining us here today. I'm Steve Hollis and across from me is Eddie Hammond and we are glad that you have joined us here today. It is Advent season. It is uh, preparing our hearts and our minds for this Christmas time and uh, it's good to see you, Eddie, today. I see you have an olive green shirt on today, yeah. uh, kind of Christmy, Christmassy. We'll, we'll, we'll give that. We'll, well and that as we both know, Steve, I don't even come close to being the trendsetter that you are. <laughs> uh, and here's the thing. As you get older, you don't really care what you got on just as long as you're covered. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't wear plaids and stripes together, but it, I think in this day and age, it's 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 okay Yeah, to be uh, honest with you. I yeah, think you know, I, I, it don't I, matter. I but, really don't know that there's a set, uh, a set rules, you know, a set of st- you know, complete set of rules here because I look out and there's a, a menagerie of different things that are going well, on. Well, and besides that, if I was going to pick one genre, it'd be bohemian. Mm. I like that word, bohemian. Yeah, yeah. I Actually, like Stacy likes that. She's, uh, I she's, like it uh, too. I, of course, I think that goes back to my hippie days. I was, I tried to be a hippie. I don't know if I ever was a full-blown. I don't know what that means completely, but I, I give it a pretty good shot. <laughs> the people in my small town where I grew up thought I was a hippie. But, yeah. uh, long hair. You had long hair. You kind of looked like John Lennon, I well, think, I recall. Uh, I have a list of mistakes that could, would take from here till the end of time to read that I've made, but one of the biggest mistakes is going to the United States Marine Corps with shoulder-length hair and hippie glasses. Uh, that was not a good move. Uh, I'm not going to go on and into that. But I, that I don't think you remained in the Marine Corps with long hair, did you? No, no I didn't. No, uh, you're, you're, or should I say, you, you, your long hair didn't remain. At 3 in the morning, a civilian barber, I said, take a little off the top, and he went right down the middle. They, they weren't amused. I was trying to be funny, but they... So, mm-hmm. so I spent the rest of the night rubbing my bald head. And, and thinking... But anyhow, that's a... Yeah. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, as we have as we have entered into December first, um, welcome to December, everyone, and um, we are thinking about Christmas, and we do like to do that just for the very fact that not only uh, December being Christmas uh, time, um, but the Advent season, and if you're a part of the the calling post uh, recipients of texts and different things. You have received a a link this morning, uh, December 1st, that is about the Advent and the journey journey to Christmas. Um, We're sharing that with you uh, from the Bible app through through the free Bible app that you can receive on both an Android and on your Apple, um, uh, yeah, App Store. But... um, that is uh, such a neat thing. We've got 25 days, um, the 1st through the 25th, and and we thought we'd share the devotional with you today and also um, the uh, scripture of Genesis 3.15, but this is the devotion that is today. So if you haven't looked onto it, we're going to share it with you right now. It's called The First Promise. 
Did you know the first promise God ever made was about Christmas? In Genesis, we read that when Adam and Eve first sinned in the Garden of Eden, mankind was separated from God's presence. Sin robbed us of innocence and made us unclean. Because he is holy and perfect, God cannot be in relationship with what is unclean. This separation broke God's heart because he loves us more than we could ever know. God immediately formed a plan for our reconciliation with him. For the very beginning of human existence, Jesus was going to be a part of the story. God let Satan know that day what he had coming. He said, I will put enmity between you and woman and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. Genesis 3:15. Somewhere along the line, among Eve's offspring, there would come a savior who would forever rid Satan of his power to separate God from man. Satan would try to stop him, but the savior would crush his head. There's no coming back from that. Christmas marks the beginning of God's process to restore our relationship with Him through a new covenant. The world waited thousands of years for God's promised Savior, and then, finally, He was here. The one who would forever defeat sin and death became God with us. As we enter this Advent season, focus on the fulfillment of God's first promise. Recognize that God is true to His Word and meditate on the truth that He loves you so much that he spent that he sent his perfect son to be born in a sinful world so that he could have a relationship with you let's pray father i'm amazed that your first response to our sin was a promise that it would not keep us apart forever thank you for choosing from the very beginning to send jesus to make a way for us to be in relationship with you As we approach Christmas this year, give me a deeper revelation of what you accomplished as he came into the world. Let me experience the joy you felt when Jesus was born and the fulfillment of your promise was set into motion. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, uh, the Genesis um, 3 and 15 from the NLT reads this way. And I will cause hostility between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike, or another uh, another way to say that, or bruise. I think this has also been written that way. Your head, and you will strike his heel. Well, we want to in, we want to invite you to join us uh, each day. Now I won't be reading those each day. Um, that'd be a new novelty, and we mm. could possibly do that, but uh, sometime in the future. But One of the things that we hope that you do is stick close to the Advent this year and um, be diligent to put Christ first. And that's going to be something that will come up in some sermons, how to put uh, Christ back into Christmas. In fact, we talked about that today, as Eddie will be bringing that as the last uh, message before Christmas. But um, we're we're excited excited about the Christmas season, and we do hope that you will join us in that Advent. Now, if you've not joined in on the calling post, you can text 24251. Now, that's the number, 24251. And then just text CROSSROADS. It doesn't have to be capitalized. It doesn't have to be just CROSSROADS. 
and that'll uh, shoot us a text that'll, that'll get you involved, and then um, we can uh, get you involved with uh, the Advent calendar, but it would or the Advent devotional. Now, if you do need it, and you would like to have been joined joined in on that Advent. We will try to remember to send out that again and share that with you in, in maybe a few days from now. But um, you can also go to the Bible app, which is, uh, I'm going to look it up real quick here, make sure I've got it right the way that it's being presented. It has a kind of a brownish tan Bible on the front. Uh, it's through, um, oh, Pete's sake, I can't remember the company, or the not the company, but the the church it's life it's through craig groeschel's is it lifeway pastor i'm looking now i can't find it isn't either. that funny let me here we are i digress but it's okay we're gonna we're gonna get it for you what we can do is we can um get this information to you but it we'll, we'll, we'll make sure we get it to you before the the podcast is out today but we are uh, excited about this advent season and um, it's kind of funny. I, I can't believe that I've forgotten that so easily. But um, uh, share the Bible app. Let me see if I can bring it up right now. Uversion at Uversion Bible app. So Uversion, that is what you want to make sure that you know about uh, when you are looking for that Bible app on Android or the Apple. So, all right. Well, uh, without further ado, we'd like to jump into the uh, the meat of, of the podcast, talking about last um, last week's message. Now, we did miss, miss the week before. We do apologize. Uh, circumstances beyond our control that day um, in my personal life uh, didn't allow me to get that out. And uh, there was a sickness, and there was an injury, and there were some different things. And uh, if you could pray for Stacy, my wife, I'd appreciate that mm-hmm. as she continues to heal as she uh, hurt her right shoulder. But anyway, Pastor, good to see you. And you talked about uh, being cynical last week. Well, I'm a little cynical this morning because we put out the plea a week or two ago that we could test baked goods for the holidays. Oh. And I don't see anything to eat on this table Man, this morning. You are correct. So I'm a little cynical. Forgive my cynicism. <laughs> Well, you know, it, it, in this day and age, it, it's it, it's hard not to be cynical. It's something we fight, I guess. And, you know, we like happy endings. We like stories that have happy endings. And even within the context of that story, if the main character or main characters have a rough way to go, we're always happy if it ends up that justice is served. But just we, in this world today, we... we <laughs> We don't see that happening all the time. Now, as followers of Christ, we know how it ends. But right. from this point on till Jesus splits that uh, eastern sky or stops our heart and we go to heaven, uh, we're in it. We're in the, up to our necks in life. So, you know, that's the point to try to stay positive because it's a witness to the world. Right. Cynical means distrusting or disparaging the motives of others. Showing contempt for accepted standards of honesty and morality by one's actions, especially by actions. Bitterly or sneeringly distrustful. 
contemptuous and pessimistic. And of course, the synonyms for cynical is one of them is misanthropic, which is a, a, a distrust of humankind. You get to the point you don't trust anybody. Mm. And the one we go to the most, or me, is sarcasm. In the use of words usually used to either mock and annoy someone or for humorous purposes. <laughs> and what's funny now in this woke culture that a lot of comedians that use sarcasm as their main byline, they're having to stop or quit because people's well, jumping on they're being canceled, them. right? They're canceling yeah. them out. Cancel yeah. culture, absolutely. Yeah. And that's that's what they, what's, that's, that's mm. happening, you mm. know. But it is, a, if you are a tremendously cynical or sarcastic person, it is a, it's not a good witness for Christ. I can't find any time Jesus was ever sarcastic. Even in the midst of his anger of driving out the money people in the temple, he wasn't sarcastic. He was just telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've made my father's house a den of thieves. Right. They were cheating people and on right. and on. He, right. That wasn't sarcasm. That was truth. Mm-hmm. I think there's a difference in that. So, hey, and, and what's, you know, the Holy Spirit lined this up with, with where I'm at in Solomon or Ecclesiastes, and it, and it fit right in. Here's the problem that, that causes cynicism, and that's what Solomon was saying. He said, there's so much injustice and in everything under the sun, it's not, it's, not, it's not fitting again. There are people being cheated, uh, injustices done to humans, and on and on and on. And I just think it's amazing that here in uh, chapter 4, or chapter, the first in chapter three, I got some scriptures here. I'm not going to read them all, but I, what's amazing is how relevant this scripture is in 2021 that it was written all those millennia ago. Mm-hmm. The king says this, Solomon. I also noticed that throughout the world, these there is evil in the courtroom. Yes, even the courts of law are corrupt. Chapter three, verse 16, fourth one through three. Again, I observed all the oppression that takes place in our world. I saw the tears of the oppressed with no one to comfort them. The oppressors have great power and the victims are helpless. So I concluded that the dead are better off than the living. And most fortunate of all are those who were never born, for they have never seen all the evil that is done in this world. 8-9 was the one that really stuck out to me. Chapter 8, verse 9. I have thought deeply about all that goes on here in this world where people have the power to hurt each other. Hmm. That's profound because it continues to happen. Yeah. I mean, every day something, you know, with the guy up in Waukesha, drove through that parade, Christmas parade, and killed all those people. And then yesterday in Michigan, a uh, 15-year-old shoots three people and kills them. Good, good-looking kids. They had their picture. I mean, one of them, they said one of them was a hero. The boy killed a, go- a boy and two girls. But that, none of this makes any sense to us. Right. So it's easy for us to be cynical. And I think the, the, uh, the downside of that, a lot of people blame God for it. Right. It's on us. We're the one that makes him choices. Yeah, you know, and if they it, don't blame God directly, they blame God for it, the fact that, well, where was God in this? Exactly. And it, it's like Flip Wilson used to say, the devil made it, us do it. But the devil don't make you do anything. He might mm-hmm. plant the seed. You're the one that pulls the trigger on that. You know, um, it's... It, sin it, is sin. Well, and and sin that, is rampant and, and, in, and, and, the, and that's exactly world. right. So does cynicism have a solution then he goes on chapter 3 17 through 21 and 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 he kind of explains that he he said the cure for from scripture that uh, cures cynicism comes in two stages the first one is this remember that injustice 
will have only a temporary reign. It's only, it's only temporary. It doesn't last forever right. as we think about the end of time. And then secondly, realize that injustice reveals man's beast-like behavior. And I thought that, that made so much sense. He said in verse 18, I said to myself concerning the sons of men, God has surely tested them in order for them to see that they are but beasts. Mm. Evil in people's life turns them into animals. We see that over and over yeah. again. It it's it, I think and it it's, doesn't it doesn't take it doesn't take a murder. It doesn't take a uh, uh, you know uh, some of the the most devastating things to show the this beast like thing. Oh, no, life, right? Absolutely, it can not. it can be this lying. Uh, Gossip, gossiping, and <laughs> bitter, bitterly just uh, all-consuming uh, thing that we might not see it out of everybody's life, but it could be welling up within a person, and that is really what takes root. and And you need to. D- well, to I let, think if, if we're everyone hears this is honest, we've all said things. That after we said it, you say, man, I can't believe I said that. Mm. Where'd that come from? Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you where it comes from. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and, and there's there's the importance of, of a daily walk, right? A daily Keeping yourself in check and keeping your heart guarded by the Holy Spirit. It's Looking like, unto words like the scri- of the yeah. Scripture, for instance, right? That speaks truth back it's to Like Dallas Willard said, said, don't kid yourself. We're all capable of great evil. It's mm-hmm. just right under the surface. And if you don't keep that in check, right. you know, and that's the... That's the point. So, you know, injustice will have a temporary reign because God one day will make everything right. And that's hard for us to grasp right now. It really is. Now, Solomon does not stop by comparing human life to animal life. He goes on to make, to liken the destiny of men to the destiny of beasts. And now he's sarcastic in that sense that, well, it don't make any difference. Animals and men and women draw the same breath. And what, what happens? We all die and that's the end of it. And that's what he, <laughs> but we in Christ know, know better than that because there is, there's hope beyond the grave. He's saying with all the cynicism that has enveloped him in his mind and his heart that when you're dead, you're dead and that's it. Mm-hmm. Now he's saying that. But then we know from Scripture that you go on is, is that there in First Thessalonians 4, 7, 13 through 14 where he talks about the Lord coming back. He said, now happen, and now, brothers and sisters, I want you to know what will happen to the Christians who have died so they will not be full of sorrow like people who have no hope. Man, people that don't believe in heaven, that don't believe in the afterlife, they have zero hope. They have nothing to hope for. All they got is right here on earth. Verse 14 says, For since we believe that Jesus died and was raised to life again, we also believe that when Jesus comes, God will bring back with Jesus all the Christians who have died. And then that's when he goes in. Uh, when the Lord uh, from, will descend from heaven with a shout of the voice, the archangel, the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall be rise up to meet the Lord in the air. And in verse 18 says, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. That's our comfort. If we can endure this for a while, if you can endure life, that it, at the end, uh, the reward will come. And it does come here because he offers us two kinds of life. And that's what I talked about in that Thanksgiving message, that he offers us abundant life, John 10.10, 10, and then he... in uh, he offers us with the fruit of the Spirit that comes out of our life. He offers us all these things if we accept them and they mm-hmm. come out. Mm-hmm. Abundant life, which involves that, and then eternal life, John 3.16, for God so loved the world. That's, that's, the, that's the end result in that, that 
you know. So and then, then in the end, I just, I just, you know, I asked some questions. What's your unjust disadvantage? What do you feel that you've been put on in life that's been inflicted on you unfairly? And there, that could mean a lot of different things, it, it, you know. And then secondly, when do you plan to replace passive self-pity with active courage? Hmm. That you, you stop saying, woe is me, and, right. and look for opportunities to serve Christ, that you change your attitude. And then that third question was, have you ever considered the impact your disadvantage or distinctive message could have on a world around you? The Lord can use your disadvantage, be it physical, emotional, mental, financial, or anything else to positively impact the lives of others because there will be others in your spheres of influence that's going through the same thing. And man, if they can see how you have overcome that, that's a, that's a huge witness. You didn't do it on your own. You did it through the power of the Holy Spirit as Christ helped you do that, you know. So uh, hope and trust is the cure for cynicism. And that's and that's when it, and I ended up with 1 Peter 1, 3 through 6 and Isaiah 12, 2. See, God has come to save me. I will trust in him and not be afraid. The Lord God is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. That is, that's how we, we cure cynicism. And, you know, and, and always we, we, have to, we have to be careful because in our lives, for most of us, you watch the news and whatever, and things aren't going the way you would have done it. Uh, that's why God's God and I'm Eddie. But things would be different if I was in charge. That's what we say, but we're not. We, are, we have to throw ourselves completely on Christ and his mercy and his grace to survive with the right attitude in this life. And that's on us, that's our choice. I have the choice every day where I can get, get up and be full of cynicism and be sarcastic and be miserable. And in that vein, you make other people miserable. Who wants, a, who wants to hang around somebody that's always in the dumps or always sees the wrong in everything? They're, they're not enlightening. Hmm. So if you're a believer, people will see you and say, is that the way? Is that what? Is that how Christ is coming out of your life? Right. Is it be a cynic all the time, right. never happy? Right. And that, oh, sad to say, there's some in the kingdom that, you know, like I said about pig pen and peanuts, he went around with that big cloud of dirt around him all the time, everywhere he went. Yeah. You could see him coming because it was just a cloud, <laughs> you know. And that's I'm sure there are people that that have that aura. Well, have that aura, and when people come them, they might scatter mm. or whatever. Oh, I know some. It's it's sad to say that that I know this to be a fact. And God forgive me, I've done it a couple times. If I'm in a hurry, you're at Walmart or whatever, and you see pig pen mm. coming, mm. but not pig pen, but it's sure. sadness and doubt and well, terror. cynicism. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, and on. you hide. Yeah. I don't hardly ever do it, but Skirt the issue. on occasion, especially if I'm in a hurry, because I know that as I am engulfed with that cloud, that I'm going to be there a while, and it's not going to turn me loose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a tractor beam. It just sucks you in and holds you and right. puts that uh, uh, force field around you, and you can't get out. Right. I mean, it's... Uh, I'm not being negative. I'm just saying how I see things today. Mm-hmm. So, Well, back, back some... Uh, well, a few, few weeks, a few months ago... I spoke about getting caught in a thicket. It's and kind honestly, of the same deal in a way. It really is. Yeah, and I think that I was thinking about that quite a bit, about the cynicism, about how we can be cynical, about how, you know, I didn't come out directly and say it 
the Lord didn't have me directly come out and say it that way that this time, but how we get sucked into that and how we get, uh, whether it be news or politically or whether we get um, just these, these overwhelming thoughts where it just sucks us right in. And as we get caught in that thicket of life and that, that process, before we knew it, we now we're not getting out, and we're not. And every time we turn, we're getting poked and prodded by the things that we've gotten ourselves well, into. And see, that would be the advantage of being bald in a thicket because you wouldn't get your hair caught. <laughs> yeah. I'm not mentioning yeah. any names, but <laughs> but it's it's interesting, isn't it? You know, we we do uh, we have got to be proactive. As much as we have worked hard to get out of cynicism. Or to keep us from that in the sense of saying, okay, Lord, I'm, I am trusting beyond what I see and feel and touch and taste and all of that to make me feel just so... Well, and it's blah, it's easy to get in a debate. It is. So, so this, easy This days. morning I sat down uh, next door here with a guy that's, that's completely anti-gun, and I think he wanted to debate that, uh, doing away with guns. Yeah. Or, or completely, but yeah. then we know lots of people that are big advocates of guns. Sure, <laughs> sure. So going down that road, uh, another thing. Uh, as you hear this, of course, when it goes out, if it goes out today or tomorrow, but um, Supreme Court Roe versus Wade has come up again, mm. and there's a chance they might change that. Mm-hmm. So that, and can you imagine? the effects of that in in our country what that will oh my goodness and that's a, another whole debate on, right on abortion but well and it, and it goes on yeah, and on and on and on and we can but it's like i said sun, sunday you have your side my have mine but as followers of christ we need to be on jesus side that's right it's Our side's love. really not that right. important. And that's where it's the love what remains. Jesus says, right. what Christ says, what the Word of God tells us. And I think that should affect our actions. It should affect our life. And, and, and not getting into politics, but that should affect our vote. If you can, I always tell people, you can't tell. I can't sit here today and tell you who to vote for. Right. But I always tell you to pray and right. let the Holy Spirit guide you. Right. Who in all these candidates would, would, would take us more toward Jesus, mm-hmm. would help the United States become more Christ-like? Mm-hmm. That, and that's the point. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm an independent. I don't I can't fall on either party yeah. completely. Well, and when we're led by the Holy Spirit, we can we can push ourselves out of the way. Now that's that that's a task, <laughs> pushing ourselves out of the way and letting the Holy Spirit lead. But those that are in Christ, we all have the Holy Spirit within us, guiding, directing, and being as we have to stay sensitive to that. Absolutely. We have to stay yeah, sensitive to the Holy Spirit, yes. speaking through us through the Scriptures and speaking to us as we are nudged and 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 work through our thoughts and asking for great wisdom. You know, um, back to that, getting into the caught in the thicket, that those two scriptures that I used or the two commandments, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then the second, love your neighbor as, as yourself. yourself. Yeah. That's good. These are the things in which we need to go back and fall on to when in the cynicism we see, Lord, where does it that I go? Ah, to the loving of you first mm-hmm. and the loving of others second. Mm. Well, Sam's going to be with us this yeah, next Bishop, week. Bishop, Bishop Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. And uh, I think he'll be drumming again, actually, yeah. again. I have uh, I like to use him. He's <laughs> he's uh, he's fun to have. He loves to do it. And um, he doesn't always get to drum, and that's one reason why I use him is because he's like, hey, use me, man, use me. Yeah. Um, 
but he's a great brother and we do appreciate his uh, his uh, presence in our lives and um, Amen. Uh, um, it's good stuff so not too sure where he's leading yet but uh, we do know this that that God will be leading him and directing him yeah. for uh, this coming Sunday so we're looking forward to that yeah. Pastor will you pray Father we love you and uh, man God you you you're so good to us and sometimes we're <laughs> we don't always listen to you and if it's my premise this morning lord if we listen to you and you holy spirit as you direct and guide us our thoughts our minds our actions our words that uh, we might have a tendency to be a tad bit cynical and sarcastic some days but it won't be a habit it won't be something that possesses us and directs us and guides us and we go around spreading gloom we need to go around spreading the joy of Christ. So that's my prayer today for all of us, Lord, that we that that that's who we are. And I, I do pray for the whole situation that's going on in our country, Lord, with shootings and uh, people busting through windows and stealing stuff and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Lord, it's anarchy, and we know where that comes from. Uh, we don't want to give him credit, but nonetheless, the enemy gets it. But uh, we and I pray for that whole Supreme Court. Uh, situation with Roe versus Wade, Lord, and uh, how many innocent lives have been lost since that became a law. And I know there's pros and cons on both sides, but man, Lord, we got to do what you say. We can't continue to do uh, and live under man's law. We need to live under your law, Lord, and we thank you for that. So we give you praise and glory today, Lord. We just thank you for loving us and being so good to us. And we just pray for the future, Lord, that we listen to you. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor, thanks for joining me with with me today as we have uh, had a good chance to to talk. And um, we hope that you've enjoyed our time together. We just pray that your Advent season will get started on the right foot. Um, man, oh, man, it's good stuff. And, uh, and the thing about it is when I speak about baked goods, it, I'm, it's not no sarcasm. It's just truth. <laughs> I'm not joking. Yeah, I know. I know you're not. Yeah, it's always, uh, you know, we, we always have coffee uh, here up in the third floor. So if you ever want to have a coffee and bring a baked good to share with us, we'd, we'd sure share something yeah, with absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> it deserves well, a, a shout out. We'll shout it out. We'll shout, we'll shout it out. With our mouths full. <laughs> Crumbs all over the stinking table. <laughs> Oh, well, listen, we love uh, being here with you. We hope that you feel the same as you've listened in. Um, We do hope that you glean something relevant Mm -hmm. out of today and every time that you join us. But uh, as as we depart, we want to say that we are thankful for you and we are thankful for the Lord Jesus Christ who is uh, vibrant and alive and living within us. Until next week, we will say goodbye and thank you again for joining us. Bye-bye.